This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's episode 18 of the Golden View Podcast, Tuesday, April the 20th, 2022. Uh, I've been trying to record this one for a couple of days, just wasn't quite getting the voice working yesterday. Uh, but you know, I've updated my information a little bit from yesterday with the Canucks uh, 4-3 overtime shootout loss to the Ottawa Senators last night. Um, and so a lot of people are quite annoyed about that, just given the fact that Canucks had won six straight. And the Ottawa Senators, um, I now have them at 29-41-7 after this win. Um, so, you know, not impressive. Maybe if you're a Canucks fan, people are excited about the Canucks' six-game win streak. Uh, they're pushed to make the playoffs uh, and an interesting part of the game was the fact that a former Canuck and someone who is, um, you know, I don't know if he was really highly touted in Vancouver, but apparently people were high on him at some points, so was Adam Gaudet, uh, who's now playing for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, he scored the goal in the fifth and deciding round of the shootout. And one of the things that I read um, was, uh, just looking at it here, that Gaudet had mentioned in a post-game interview that when he was with Vancouver, it was Canucks goaltending coach Ian Clark, according to looking at Sportsnet here, <laughs> had taught him the move um, to score that shootout goal, which I find very interesting. Maybe a little poetic justice there for the Canucks, although I'm not sure uh, they're really missing Gaudet, despite the fact that people loved Adam Gaudet in his time here, and he'd showed some potential, um, and just you know the nature of the fact that he was a Canucks draft pick who I guess could potentially or at least in this game, came back to haunt the Canucks. Um, but the Canucks are still 6-2-2 two, and two in their last 10. Uh, they've lost one. They're now 38 wins, 28 losses, uh, 11 OT losses for 87 points. In 77 games, they got five games left. Uh, do they have a games in hand on anybody in the conference above them? Uh, they're tied with Vegas now with 87 points, both at 77 games. Although I think if there was a tie, Vegas would win. Uh, so the Los Angeles Kings, um, if you look at the Pacific Division, I'm actually trying to break this down um, by the um, conference, but this will work because Golden Knights with 87, Canucks with 87, Kings with 92, Stars with 91, Predators 93, Oilers 94. So realistically, it's the Knights, the Canucks, the Kings, the Stars. Uh, and so the Canucks did, did do themselves a big favor by pretty handily beating Dallas on Monday night, uh, six to two. But they now have to head into Minnesota to play the Wild, uh, and then they got to play Calgary on the weekend as well. So it's going to be tough for the Canucks, and I, I, I'm really finding it hard to believe uh, that the Canucks are going to qualify for the NHL's postseason. Even if they make it this close and they're pushing hard at the end, call it whatever you want to. I still think the Canucks, I mean, really, they completed a complete culture rebuild, letting go Benning uh, and Green, but they brought in Jim Rutherford, Patrick Alvin, and Bruce Boudreau. 
you know, I still think that change could have and should have been made in the offseason based on the success or lack there of success that Canucks had in that shortened All-Canadian Division season last year where they really had fallen apart after being uh, you know, decent that year, had the season pause, did well in the playoff bubble, but then we know, of course, uh, the departure of Jacob Markstrom, Chris Tanabs, Tori Stetcher, and Tuff- Tyler Toffoli, among others, who all left after the 2020 playoff bubble. I feel like now with this Canucks team and the way it is, even if they don't make the playoffs, it feels like they've kind of recovered a little bit from that whole um, setback, if you want to call it a setback or whatever you want to call it. Um, seems to be a little bit back on the right track with Boudreaux as coach. Um, and, you know, the, the fact that they are at least knocking on the playoff door, even if they don't make it. But I think they're also going to have to be aware of the fact or going to have to realize that they're going to have to be like this for next season as well. I think the fans' expectations certainly were raised after the 2020 playoff bubble. And I know mine were pretty low after last season um, based on the way they finished and the fact that, you know, they looked so, so bad towards the end of last season, despite the fact that there was a widespread COVID outbreak on the team. Um, You know, the Canucks... I didn't have high expectations heading into this season based on what happened on what happened in the shortened, um, you know, I guess you call it the 2021 season, or I guess it's the 2021 season, 2022, but the NHL didn't start till January, 2021. So um, anyways, let's just keep, keep moving here. We know where the Canucks are at next. They play Minnesota on Thursday night. I want to try and get in as much stuff as I can. Um, talking about the Whitecaps who on the weekend, seems like a long time ago, that was, Saturday, April 16th, lost to CF Montreal 2-1. to one. Uh, Whitecaps, yet again, another poor start with, as I'm looking at it here, uh, the Whitecaps gave up goals 12 minutes into the first and second halves and then uh, managed to pull somewhat even, um, you know. But again, another poor start for this team. It's basically now, as I have it, 1-5-1. Uh, to start the season, they're not last in the MLS uh, in the West. They're the uh, the team below them is the undefeated San Jose team, who's uh, 3 and four. The Whitecaps are one win, one draw, and five losses, which is just an atrocious um, winning percentage. I haven't calculated it, and they're at minus eight in goal differentials. So, Whitecaps are really struggling here yet again. Um, I'm just looking through um, some of the highlights. Um, who the who the Whitecaps play next? I'm just going to try and find that here. Uh, but yeah, it's not looking good for them. Um, just trying to find uh, their next match. Oh boy, uh, the Austin team is in Vancouver. I don't know if I know that Austin team, but they're here um, Saturday, April 23rd at 5:30, um, and so. Whitecaps just got to keep moving. Uh, sorry, the Austin team looking at the Western Conference MLS standings. There are four wins, two draws, and a loss. Uh, so second in the West, and the Whitecaps are 13th. And I know there's probably quite a bit of the season left. Uh, the Whitecaps have played seven matches. And the number, I'm just going to look it up here, total MLS matches for a season. Just going to find that there's 34. So... Still a ways to go, but they're still going to have to play catch up after being, uh, you know, starting pretty poorly once again. And all that optimism we talked about the turnaround for last year, and we talked about when they brought Vandy Sartini, 
and his coach and extending him in the offseason and Brian White and Ryan Gauld. And um, I still wonder how much the departure of Maxime Crapeau, who is their MVP, makes. Uh, he's gone. Uh, and so I'm going to have to keep soldiering on the Whitecaps. The only thing we can hope is that they're going to continue to push hard and to turn it around. Um, but they're, they're, you know, Austin FC comes in. Uh, so the Whitecaps are going to have to be. I haven't seen Austin play this season. The Whitecaps are, they can't afford another uh, poor start like this one. Um, so they're, they're, they're really going to be in tough if they lose yet, yet another game. So they had better be careful. They don't fall too far out of contention. Uh, more disappointing uh, loss for a Vancouver team when the uh, Calgary Roughnecks beat the Vancouver Warriors NLL across team on Saturday. I was at that game. That was April 16th as well. Uh, two, two really good pieces of exciting sports action on April 16th and both losses for both Vancouver teams. Uh, maybe not as high profile as the Canucks, but the Warriors lost 15-13. Uh, they are eliminated from postseason contention. Um, six out of the last seven seasons, I think even going back to when they were at the Stealth, uh, playing at the Langley Event Center, they haven't made the playoffs. The team actually started with, a, with an above 500 record, and I want to look at it here. Yeah, 5-3. and three. But they dropped eight of nine, including four straight. Um, and so, you know, that's really, really rough if you're a um, uh, Vancouver Warriors fan or just a lacrosse fan. And you don't even necessarily have to see the awesomest team. But it's nice to even have somewhat of a winner. Um, the last time the Warriors made the playoffs, their only time was 2017. 9-9 league play, and they lost a single-game elimination in the first round. Um, and since they've moved to Rogers Arena in, in 2018, no playoff appearances. Um, Mitch Jones was out for the past 12 games. Uh, that's probably made a difference. Uh, person I attended the game with on Saturday night is a season ticket holder, and he said that Mitch, as a lot of people know, is really a game-breaker for the Whitecaps, but uh, it's probably hurt them. Uh, don't have a lot of BC Lions stuff to report. Haven't dug too deep this week. Uh, looking back... Um, for the Vancouver Giants, they're playing the Everett Silvertips in the first round of the playoffs. And I'm just going to look that up because I actually have that saved, actually when that playoff series starts. And there's a great breakdown on Twitter with a um, with a, with a couple of uh, tweets and, and screenshots. So I'm just going to pull it up here. I found it online. You can follow the Vancouver Giants on Twitter. Game one of that series, round one, Giants versus the Everett Silvertips, is, starts on April 22nd. They're in Everett, Washington. 23rd, they're in Everett. 27th, they're in Vancouver. 29th, they're in Vancouver, and it's a seven-game series. The first four games are obviously automatic games. See if they'll be, uh, if if necessary. Uh, the Giants, who suffered 10 regulation time defeats in their past 12 games, really stumbling. They finished first, 47 points behind the first-place Silver Tips uh, in the Western Conference standings. I'm just looking at Steve Ewan's article from the province. Um, so the Giants are in. But it doesn't look like there's too much optimism there. Um, losing to the Kamloops Blazers on Saturday night in a 5-2 deci decision. Uh, just trying to break it down here. It looks like the um, Prince George Cougars are 24-39, 4-1. Uh, Spokane Chiefs are 24-39, 4-1. And the Giants are 24-39-5. All tied for sixth spot in the Western Conference with 53 points. And the Royals, the Victoria Royals are one spot back. Uh, in ninth spot. Uh, the top eight teams and the 10 team West advanced to the postseason. And so the Giants are in. Uh, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on this. 
Maybe I might even be able to make it out uh, to one of those games. Um, but yeah, Everett's one of the best teams in the uh, Western Hockey League this season, along with the Calmless Blazers and the Portland Winterhawks. And so um, it's really going to be an interesting series to break down and, and watch. And I'm trying to include some Vancouver Giants hockey uh, and some other hockey news, just the straight Vancouver Canucks news all the time, because the Giants are, you know, a fairly high profile and fairly. Uh, well-known team in Vancouver and you know I I really think that that kind of junior hockey in the WHL is legit great hockey in terms of quality of play entertainment uh, even if the Giants um, you know weren't as great this season I'm gonna look to tonight is the um, second game of the Vancouver Canadians series against the Eugene Emeralds who are the San Francisco Giants affiliate I'll be attending tonight's game at Nat Bailey Stadium. Just looking at a breakdown here of last night's game. As we mentioned in a previous podcast, um, the longest professional drought in sports is over. As the Canadians noted on the latest press release from their website, 963 days away. Canadians are back at Nat Bailey Stadium. Uh, Cancelled season in 2020 with the pandemic. An entire year on the road playing south of the border last year in I'm trying to remember if it was Eugene, Oregon, or where it was. Um, but the Seas did lose their home opener last night, 6-5. Um, and so it looks like they had a great crowd on hand uh, for the Seas game, um, which is awesome. I'm really looking forward to going to tonight's game. I'm uh, just looking through a few highlights here. Uh, the MLB.com's number one uh, Giants prospect, Marco Luciano, delivered a decisive blow at the top of the eighth inning with a solo home run that put Eugene head for good. Um... Looking for some more breakdown here. Um, and it's tonight, so we've got the RBC Wednesday night uh, game tonight, recognizing BC Children's Hospital. We've got Naswell Polino uh, takes the ball for Vancouver with a 0-0 record and a 6.00 ERA. Uh, Eugene's Prelander Baroa doesn't look like he's had any games here. 0-0, ERA. Um, coverage begins at 7, continues with first pitch at 7.05 on CanadiansBaseball.com and on Sportsnet 650. I don't think I'm going to live podcast from the game, but I'm definitely going to try and uh, draw as much from the game as I can and include it on the next uh, podcast. And I'm just going to um, look at the game breakdown here a little bit as well. Uh, But I'll have to start doing a little more digging on the Canadians. But it's significant, I think, the fact that the Canadians made it back to Nat Bailey Stadium um, after that long a break, 963 days. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to see what happens. Uh, and I'm going to sign off for this time. And I'll be trying to uh, maybe, might have to do a little bit more podcasting if that's something I can do or I can dedicate a little bit more to the comedians themselves uh, and the sports teams that are in motion. We'll talk to you soon. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada.